and welcome to Spotlight with IB. Welcome everybody. We are still doing our um, episode on married and working together. And our guest today are the Fletcher. So welcome everybody. So he's here, here, here. And I'm going to add him on. I am excited. <laughs> Yay! Welcome. <laughs> I'm good. Good to have you here. Welcome. Welcome. Madam will join us in a bit. But, uh, yes, she, so she mentioned. Yeah. Okay, I was hoping to... So I'm wondering how we do this now since she's going to join us because we're going to have start with icebreaker questions. So you probably just have to answer on her behalf and she can't answer on your behalf. Okay, um, let's start that by... Um, yeah, sure, sure. Sure. Okay. Um, okay so, there are some. I think you should um, just pick out the questions that are meant for me. Or um, so let me so that I will answer our questions. She's she's good. <laughs> she should answer our questions. Answer okay. our questions. Okay, we'll make it work somehow. So welcome everybody. If you're just joining us, this is Spotlight with IB, and we have an amazing guest today, um, Toby and Oinda Fletcher of, of Father Boy. Um, so welcome. We're talking married and working together. And this is the third um, episode in this series that we're doing in the month of July. Welcome. Do share the link with a friend, with somebody that needs to watch this and hear their story of how they've been able to manage their business and manage their marriage both at the same time. But before we go on, I would like to do a quick um, bio of our guests today. Toby and Oinda Fletcher are the business heads behind the traditional exquisite fine dining restaurant and catering company of Father Boy. They have turned a signature Nigerian recipe called Ofada Rice into a delicacy that is fast gaining international recognition. Catering for small businesses to festivals, from weddings to naming ceremonies after these weddings, Ofada Boy has grown their restaurant to accommodate repeat business and customers over the years. They also partner with uh, popular and well-known brands like Maggie Nigeria and Malta Guinness in satisfying people's watery taste buds while not compromising excellent service. We are delighted to have Oinda and Toby of Father Boy on tonight's episode of the program. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to hear you guys' story. Um, it, it's pretty interesting what you have both managed to do over the years. And But before we say that, we're going to say we're going to start with icebreakers. So I'm going to ask you, Question first. I'll, I'll ask your own questions. Hopefully, when she comes, I can ask her um, some of your questions. Okay. So, yeah, about you. Okay, so first question What is Oinda's favorite TV show? Ah, uh, my she doesn't watch TV at all. Are you serious? She doesn't like any TV show, drama, she like TV. cinema, theater. We went to the cinema Nothing. just once. And she slept off. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So is she a cat person or a dog person? None. None. But we have wow. a dog and she's not a fan. She doesn't play with the dog at all. No, 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 she's not. Okay. How many languages does she speak fluently? Two. Two. Yes. Yoruba and English, no pigeon. She doesn't speak pigeon yeah. at all. She doesn't speak pigeon. I, I don't think I've heard her speak pigeon before. Wow. But she so, will, of um, course, she will. She will. 
But which one does she speak more? English. 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 Okay. So last question about Winda. Which do you think she would prefer? Popcorn or M&M's? Mm. Popcorn still the go cinema way. No be a style. m and Pretty interesting. Wow. We can't wait to have Oinda on. So everybody, just let you know, Oinda is going to join us very soon. She just um got in, so she couldn't um, be at, on at the same time with Toby, but she's joining us very soon, and we'll be happy to have her. So first question, this is for you. I think your surname is pretty interesting, very interesting, in fact. Uh, um, <laughs> is that how it's pronounced? <laughs> so I'm pretty... Fletcher. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by your surname. Are you from Lagos? Okay, so okay. I'm from Abel, but I'm, I'm from a good state. I'm from a good oh, state. Okay. Actually, civilization started in Augusta. Don't don't let all those Lagos news. <laughs> don't let it carry you. You know, civilization started there, so um, it's more like um, I'm from Augusta. I'm from um, Abel, but my um, my village is a father. That's why I'm a father boy. Mm. <laughs> So you are you you are traditionally from that town. Yes, I father am. Town. My oh, great grandfather wow. was the first to plant of father rice. Oh wow! Wow! wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my! God. I just thought it was something you picked up, like okay, you just got an interest in it, and then you just started. It's not and random. You just started. It's, random. Oh. it's very it's intentional. Yes, it is intentional. So did you grow up traditionally? Did you grow up in your own town? Okay, so I I, I was born I was born in Lagos, but I spent a, a, a huge chunk of my life in Abelkuta. I went to Abelkuta Grammar School, um, and you know that played a very important role in my life. That that actually defined who I am because the people I met in my secondary school are the people that really. Um, hmm changed my orientation and all so uh um, mm. so then i afterwards i went to Olabisha university where i studied microbiology and uh, i'm here now so I'm, I'm interested in finding out what you meant by the people you met, met in secondary school changed your orientation what was your orientation before you came across okay, um, as a lagos boy as a lagos boy all we wanted to do was party all we wanted us to do was just, you know, enjoy ourselves, you know. We felt we were, we had so much exposure. And, um, you know, I was pretty young, and, you know. I I grew up in the heart of Lagos. I, I was born in Chile. So a lot of things were going on around me as a child. But, you know, when I got to Abelkota, I then mingled with a lot of my friends. Their, their parents were civil servants. They actually work uh, as a civil servant. So, you know, you have been friends with the son of a civil servant, you know. There's sort of some limitations, discipline that mm. they invite. So, you know, those things, you know, um, kind of transferred to me or sort of, you know, because, you know, for you to be friends with some some of them, you had to be well-behaved. You, you had mm. to be structured in some regards, mm. you know, um, 
I had a lot of issues in my secondary school because of my level of exposure. I was I was very troublesome. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, so so me being everywhere, and you know, um, sometimes you know because I was a boarder, I was in the hostel, and a lot of them were day students. So I stayed in their houses um, a lot of times, and mm -hmm. you know, a lot of I saw a lot of things differently. I lost my mom when I was very mm -hmm. small, but you know, still. Wow. So staying with friends that you know, the the parents and you know, I wasn't I wasn't brought up eating on the dining table, for example. But when I mm. when I when I stayed in Abelkuta with my friend, when we want to have lunch, we have to go and eat on the dining table. The that, that was one of the key things that I learned that this kilo shell. We buy it in the city room, and you know it wasn't. <laughs> You know, so those little little things it might just look ordinary to some people, but you know, it, it changed it changed my life a lot. You know, it changed my orientation. And uh, apart from that, you know, uh, going to school, it was a lot of things, a lot of things. You know, a lot, of, a lot of things. You know, a lot of things. I, just, um, I remember, um, I had, I had. Well, I, I was expelled in the hostel in SS3. Oh, so wow. I, I had an issue in the hostel and they expelled me. So my friend, my friend's driver came to pick him in school because the father is uh, in the PS. So he has a driver. I came to pick him in school. But because they had expelled me, I just followed him home so that, you know, when I get home, I'll then think of what to do because I was really thinking of, thinking, I was just thinking of how to go home and, you know, um, I knew my father was going to be very angry and all that. Mm. When I got to his house, uh, the mom then uh, the mom was a nurse. The mom was a nurse, so she was at work then. So she got back around six p.m. and she saw me in the house. She knew I was a boarder. I said, uh, "Toby, how are you? Can you go away?" She even wanted to come to the school to see me. That um, that she wants me and my friend to. Um, study together for Waeg. So she was looking for how to get in contact with my dad so that um, I would be a day student and you know, <laughs> read for Waeg together. And that was when they expelled, the day they expelled me. I didn't even have where to wow. sleep. So that was how I became wow. a day student. Wow. That's how I became a day student. I do know that because, you know, she, she said he's always sleeping at night. He would say he wants to read. Because he doesn't have a company, oh. you know, he's always sleeping and, you know, so um, it's good I'm even here that, you know, when he's sleeping, I wake him up. When I'm sleeping, she, he'll wake me up, you know. That's how I became a dispenser. Now that it worked out. So it just worked out like that naturally. So I started staying there. Driver then, me that was a troublesome hostel boy. Driver would take us to school. Driver would pick us from school. When I get back from school, try, I'll drop my dirty clothes, try to go and wash it. Try to wash it. It just changed my life. You know, a lot of, you know, then I remember that my, my friends that love perfumes a lot. Love perfumes a lot. So if he uses his perfume to add a meaning like what I would just pass it on to us. So I was using perfume, rich perfume to school. Ah, it was a big deal though, my sister. I won't lie to you. But you know, all these things just changed me and, you know, made me a better person. 
that's that's very interesting. If you're just joining us, welcome. We we have um a father boy because when we're discussing marriage and working together, I think the sound changed at a point. I don't know what the different was. Hopefully, it changes back. So um, next question. So when did you because you although you uh, grew up and you schooled in Abelkuta, you were not very in touch with your father town as as it was. When did you become so aware of the rich culture? that your heritage actually had when that hit you so that means i've virtually been in touch with my village okay let me tell you something about Abelkota people we all have we have like a family house in Abelkota and um, we have um, we have um, we have our village so when they are out of the farm they had the culture of the water, but when we need to farm. So our father village used to be where we used to farm. Do you understand? Okay. So, um, my my dad had always been a part of um our father, you know, trying to reorientate these people because you know the people in our father were bent really because of the proximity to Lagos. All my people wanted to do was just to sell just to sell land. And you know, mm. that's what we did fatal for farming. So my father was one of the uh, activists trying to make these people understand that, you know, we have more to gain mm. into farming, but mm. a lot of them is that they just, you know, wanted to make the money there and then. So um, um, it was, you know, all this land thing they be. So, you know, my father pulled out at a point and, you know, um, He's a pharmacist, so he just did his thing. He stopped going there because you know he was becoming like um like a war and all that, so he just left them. So but then afterwards, you know, because my father in every other conversation my father had was about a father. Mm. It was about a father, you know, he really wanted he was the first person to bring he went to China to bring mm-hmm. some Chinese men to see how they can um Prove on your father's rights, do different things, and all that. You know, when when my father brought those Chinese men to your father's town, the villagers almost ran mad that they've come to collect their land, mm. blah, 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 blah. So, you know, all these things, you know, got to my dad, and you know, he really could deliver what he wanted to do. Do you understand? You know, because it proved mm-hmm. up. Well, it wasn't it wasn't why I actually started a father boy. I started a father boy as an honor to my dad. When my dad passed on, um, I was the one in charge of arrangements for his funeral. You know. Um, yes, we here. Hi, Linda. It's a lot clearer. Welcome, hi, Linda. Toby has been. Giving us really good gist, and we stopped about how we said of father boy because of the catering cost at the at your dad's funeral. So we can just continue. Okay, so from, uh, so you know, yeah. so it was more like you know giving back to my dad. When when it got to the point of paying for the caterer, I was supposed to pay a huge chunk of the money, and you know I was very than pay that money. So I told my aunt that, and to kind of do this thing herself, and she was like, Ah, we're bad now. I told her to write a list of all the things we need, things we had to write, and all that, you know. 
We rented a lot of things. We bought a lot of things, as you know. And we did the food. And we didn't even spend up to half of the money that we budgeted for the food. And, you know, um, afterwards, people just came and said, um, oh, I like this. Can you guys replicate it, you know? It wasn't, oh, wow. It wasn't as if it was what, what I really wanted to do, but, you know, just got stuck to it one way or the other. So that's how Father Boy started. Wow. So had you named it a father boy by that time? Yes, 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 yes. You had named it a father boy. Okay. Okay. Hi and welcome, Wayne. Um, so I was gonna ask um a couple of I've been asking them to be a couple of questions, but I think my question to you is how did you meet your husband? Ah, really? <laughs> how did I meet my husband? That was um a long time ago. Fortunately, oh, wow. Well, it was so, what I didn't get that. Can you hear me? Yes, I think it's chipping a bit though. Can you hear I me can now? hear you. Yes, I can. Okay, so um, my I grew up in Abeokuta. My parents lived there, so um, I, I was, I've been in Abeokuta all my life. I schooled there. My primary school, my secondary school, my university was in Babco, Ogun State, but not in Abeokuta. So I lived all my life there till. From Lagos and all that. So, um, I met my husband how many years back now? I think uh, 15 years ago. Oh. 15 years ago. So, um, it was just one of those days, one of those crayfish worker strolling out, <laughs> <of the laughs> <compound. laughs> out of the compound. Just meet somebody. You know, those guys, excuse me, excuse me, can I talk to you? <laughs> so, Luckily for him, let me just say, luckily for him, I gave that attention, and I mean, that was it. So, at that point, oh, sorry. Um, then he was telling me that he just came to this area, he doesn't have any friend, blah blah blah. So, I said, Okay, don't have any friend, came to say, okay, no problem. So, next thing he just said, Can I have your number? I just gave him my number, and that was it. He kept on calling. When I even got to call, I was like, Can I just give somebody my number on the road? I already even called. <laughs> I just of that bag but it was consistent and then then i was mm. just my year two in school so i mean nothing serious we're friends for friends I, consistency i think guys looking serious and i mean just like that <laughs> wow i did say the father boy when you met him oh no we're in school i mean he, you he both was, were in school i mean i was in turn my 200 level in Bapak university and i think it was about it's 300 or going to 400 in Olabisi Onobanja University. So we're still in school. So, I mean, we're still very young. I know that. How long after you met did you guys start dating? Oh, let me just say um, about a year plus. A or, year? Yeah, about. We're friends for yeah. a while. But it was consistent. It was somebody that, you know, you, you know then, you don't even know how the dating just starts. It just starts. <laughs> This is the only person that calls me, and then just starts like that. Okay, interesting. So, um, when is there a father boy? Were you also at the um at his dad's funeral? Oh yes, when I, was. I mean, then, so I was there. I think I was. I just finished my NYC there about, so I was at his dad's funeral. Definitely, we're dating already. Then you know, even if we didn't have F plus or any other thing, so. I was I was in the picture. I knew how it all started. The times you had to 
So it wasn't just like it just started and I came into the picture. I mean, it was a long time coming. So what did you think about his idea at that time when you when you thought of um, cooking for the funeral? Did you think it was a good idea? Something you wanted to take well, on? I'm a nine-to-five person. I've always worked. So immediately after I finished the um, university, I did my NYC. And I think about the, um, eight months after NYC or five months after NYC, I just started working immediately. So, I mean, having to having somebody that doesn't even do a nine-to-five was a no-no for me first. So I saw it like, okay, he was just probably doing it for the meantime to get the proper office job. I never thought there was anything called an entrepreneur, like, okay, maybe you want to do things on your own, because they're like, first of all, what do you even have to be doing things on your own, you know, so I probably mm. was probably just doing it while he time because he has not started working, and then you all look like, like, okay, let's just see, let's just see, and I mean, gradually, like, play was becoming something that, you know, what was that one time that made you realize, okay, this thing is serious, what happened? That made you realize this thing is serious. Trust me, I well, maybe because you know that then I go to work, so we probably just see maybe much later in the evening, or we might probably not even see for two, three days, or maybe just weekends. So, I mean, then it was actually up to a lot of things, actually, not just of father boy or father because he had an entertainment he was doing by the side. Then, aside from that, again, there were so many other things, but that was like the main thing. So then we used to just tell my that somebody is doing a one birthday like that. I was supposed to go and get out there for 50 or father, something like that. I was like, okay, 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 okay. Just go, just do. I mean, there's nothing you are doing. If you don't do this, what will you do? There's nothing you are doing. Man, I'm going to work. Man. So, I mean, gradually, jokingly, it started becoming something like people were calling. People said, calling, oh, I, I got this, I did that. I saw your father somewhere. I saw this. Oh, then. Along the line, he had, you know, when thing was already, when he was getting to something that, oh, then he started stopping the window. I need a space. I need a, I need to have a restaurant space. I need where people can come to and eat my own food, not just when they give me a call. And I'm like, ah, what was all this one that this guy said? So, are you saying that you want to start running a business proper? Are you going to know? So, I didn't even want it in the first place because I know that me, I'm a nice five person. You go to the office, come back, sleep you know so i'm like how do you want to do it i didn't even see it as something that was really really going to become a reality until he got a space and then like that like that he started to express himself gradually so at what point did you start getting involved in the business oh well to say that i've always been there you know i've always been there i i i've always there's nothing he does that it doesn't carry me along. Do you get nothing happens and I'm like, ah, how did this happen? Where was I last week? I was always there because there I was after my wife. I was in Lagos proper. I was already working. So if we don't see in the evening, probably see the next day, you know, and you update me, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened, you know. So when he got a space and then he started, um, people started coming to buy food, take away and everything like that. You know, it was a small place then. We just had about maybe just two staffs just doing that thing and then he was always there every day you know so gradually gradually so when i close from work i come there to see him i was happening was this was that even though then he was so actively involved because he was probably doing everything 
all by himself with the assistance of about two or three people. You know, it was a small thing, and then I'll just come out. So what have we what have we done to do? Either this person came to eat, this person did this other. Then there was no structure because it was still looking like a joke. You know, there was no plan. We just were just expressing he was just expressing himself the way he thinks he could and then so um gradually along the line then we now got to the point that ah this is oh we need to leave this space this space is becoming smaller blah 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 i need this a bigger space i need some people don't even know where i am because we're actually in one small place off at the so at that point people that i remember actually, i remember that space actually so people that actually know you know that food is so sensitive that wherever you are they will look for you even if you're in the bush you'll say ah that offer i'm going to eat <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know so then um after i think so after that after the, then we started looking for somewhere bigger we started looking for how to expand we started looking for oh we need bigger space for people we need this so we got another space not so big but better than where we were so we now found that oh moving to that place it was people just needed us to be there first so we had, you know, people just let us to be there. So when we moved out of where we were, there was already, I would say, there was already a market for us. But I mean, people were father boy, is your father boy? And where have you been? So we've been looking for you, you know, da 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 da. Then I worked. I used to work at um. I okay. Then when I left. I I think I worked to my first job for about five years. Then I moved to. Um, what job was that? I was what were you doing? I was working. Okay. Bank as a relationship officer. So um after I left Access Bank, I think I worked at Access Bank for about two years. Then I moved to Shell. So I worked in Shell Petroleum in Marina for about five years. Yeah, five years plus. So at that point in time, he was already doing his thing. We had moved to somewhere bigger and all that, you know. But the thing is, you know, the bigger it is, the more problems. <laughs> It's actually a problem, really. I won't tell you, it's, it's, the bigger you want to expand, the more risk appetite you need to have. Mm. A lot of things like that. So, I mean, when we started that, and then we saw that, ah, we just thought we come to a bigger to continue expressing ourselves. But, man, can we manage this customer base that we have? Can we keep up with this thing? Oh, we need to do this, we need to do that. I mean, you come into the restaurant, there's nowhere to see. People just want that food. They just want to ask us, okay, in that, I think it's high time you just. You know, find a way to just balance it, and then you know we had gotten married, first child, second child was already. Called. So what year did you guys get married? Sorry. Oh, 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah. So it was already becoming overwhelming for him. Even then, he had managers, he had people on the field, but like half of the day when I'm at work, he's trying to call me to update me, telling me that, that I don't know why this is like this, I'm not comfortable with this being like this, what do I need to do, because mm. I'm not blah, 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 you know, and then on and on and on, up until I just had to take that decision about two years ago, January, that made mm. you need to mm. stop doing, I mean, this is where the meal ticket is, this is mm. where I want to feed the boys, where I work, one day, you know, the business can say, oh, we're doing this, we're doing mm. that. It was a tough decision anyway, because, I mean, having worked... What, what did he do? What did he, what did he think when you first told him you wanted to make that decision? He didn't want me to. He didn't want me to, because... It, and then, anybody that hears probably think maybe I'm insane, or, or why would you want to be working in that kind of a place and leave your job to come and be staying with, you know? 
he didn't it was two ways he didn't want me he wanted me to but not now mm. maybe much later maybe when the money is there when we can do this when we can do that you know blah 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 and i'm like well, maybe that time that you think that the money is there a lot of things would have gone wrong is i tell mm. you talk short things put things together have better plans you know and then it was a tough decision actually very tough one because i couldn't even tell anybody for a while you know i was just there oh you know why you're not going to work oh i'm on leave I'm, you know a couple of things like that so mm. we both of us and i knew that there was a lot of homework to do a lot of homework mm. so it was long it wasn't where did you start get... from where did you start from with your homework what was the first thing you addressed when you started focusing on the business full time putting a proper structure in place then after that one was uh, mop up mop up when i say mop up and clean up i mean vendors suppliers do you understand how is the flow what's the workflow going to be like what exactly do you need what manpower do you need are these people working are they really adding any value do you need to keep them in the business what exactly do we need to do what are we really generating so it was a lot it wasn't easy at first because coming in I had a lot of people that didn't want me at all. And then he, mm. me, my husband is a creative person. He, me, just has the mm. idea. Mm. So I don't step like this. I want you to use a traditional spoon, blah, blah, blah. But my own is mm. a traditional What cost is he bringing to us? Do we need really? Mm. It was a lot of homework. And I've, I've read finance all my life. So I mm. know that about some. I tell him the first implication of what he's doing. Are you ready to bear it? Are you? Do you think we can afford it? Do you think we can do it? So, in this idea, the creative part of the business more that it does. So, I mean, it's still an ongoing process. I mean, right now there's still a lot more to do. But guess what? I made that decision, and then it's just getting better. Really. Wow, pretty interesting. So, your addition to the business actually brought a sort of balance to create to his creative side. Oh, yeah. So that it wasn't costing you so much. So, he's a creative person. Oh, in that now, these boys can no longer use this thing again. It's out of this thing. I want something in front of a bamboo and a wood put together. I'm not creative. I'm not at all. So, I like the fact that I'm, and people, is that creativity that people want to see. They don't want to see you doing the whole thing over and over again. It can be boring. So, when you bring that idea, it tells me what I want to do. Okay, how is it going to happen? And then it's, Time, three weeks time so i now start okay where do we take it from what's the cost implication what do we need to do where are we now what manpower do we need where do we need to carry this workout i mean brain work so most times actually when he's bringing up the idea i'm like guy please just hang on because it's a lot of work for me you know so it's it's, it's not being calculating and stuff a lot so um does this ever affect you guys having to be at opposing ends does it affect the the marriage when you now come back from business to marriage now we are married with husband and wife of does... course very well it affects very very well in fact what i'm trying to do now what i need to learn is how not to transfer aggression of work do you know because sometimes i mean when anything happens maybe there's a service failure or something has gone wrong somewhere or maybe somehow, somehow, customers just call, the calls just get to him that, oh, I, I ordered for this, I'm not happy with blah, blah, blah. And then he calls, he pushes it at me. It's probably at home all day brainstorming, I mean, I'm on the field. 
I have managers, I have supervisors, you know. I'm trying to say, okay, okay. And you're like, why would you do this? Why is this happening? I'm like, okay, Toby, just hold on. Why are you yelling? Why are you trying to? You're like, no. Why would my customer blah, blah, blah. And then at the time that he's trying to accuse me of something, I know that it's probably one manager that I'm going to, one person that I'm going to say, why did this happen? Who did this happen to? He doesn't want to know what you're doing or how his own is. Just make everything must just look good. Nothing must come to me. No complaint, nothing at all. So for my own side, I have to manage that as well. You know, delegation, who is here today? What are we doing? What's the roster saying? Which manager is our Which supervisor is handling this? So that at the end of the day, there's a balance, you know. There's these checks and balances and all that. It's very child's play. I, I can imagine. Is he, is he somewhere around there? I'm just asking that same question also because I'm interested. I'm, oh, sorry, I've not been seeing you all along. So the children away. Well done. So um, I, I was really interested in finding out how that affects you. Both of you being at opposing ends with your ideas. She is more of a structured person. You, you are more of the creative person. So if you are bringing the creative idea, because I see what you do, it's really amazing. You know and. I think in my head also, what, what I keep thinking is the cost of this thing. <laughs> so I, I guess I'm a, I'm a lot like her. So when she's not really um, seeing eye to eye with you on with, with regards your creativity and the balancing of books at the same time, does it come into how you act when you get home as a husband or even a father? Um, what, what, what matters the most is um, understanding understanding each other and you know creating a balance what i try to do is i try to um i try to first deliberate if i have an idea i just don't push it out i don't impose it i try to deliberate try to make the team sees oh we can try this we can try this i at first i don't i don't push it out straight that this is what we should do i first explain it to them make them see oh that sounds nice then I then make them understand that we need to do that. And they say, oh, I know that's why you were saying it. You know, I'm like, we need to do this thing. Because one of my one of my own principles is that the way you're thinking, I know a lot of people too are thinking about a lot of things. I need to really hurt you. So now something you've had in mind for a long time, you now just run it into it in a party or you just see mm. so you know you just need to create that balance. And you need to be swift about it too. So one of the things mm. I try to do is express myself to the fullest. And when I have an idea, all I just need to do is to sketch it out and I transfer it to them, to her. And, you know, she then does all the design. This thing is expensive. And I also look for ways to make things cheaper. Oh, okay, what are you guys using? You're using pallet wood. Let's try plywood. Let's try something. Let's try something. Build this. Make the... Um, if you just first do like a prototype, bring it, then I correct, do what I have to do, mm. and um, then we're good to go. Okay, interesting. So I'd asked that um, before about our transitioning into um, from the corporate world to um, your business. How did how, what did you think or how did you feel in that time when she started? What you what do you say? Told me she was going to resign, but you know, we had planned it for later. So, how would you resign for Shell to be selling off other rice? So, she just, you know, she just sent me a picture one afternoon. She was sitting in a hotel, their bar, taking Chapman. I'm like, I, You didn't go to work today. 
just she sent me the picture then she sent me a letter a resignation letter so i read it i didn't understand i said oh you guys are having a training you guys are having a training she smiled no she had resigned and i'm like I, how possible is this you understand how possible is this? i tried to um well you know it was what happened and you know, she she is more of the um, structured type. There's no cutting cutting or anything. You know, safety first. That's our word. Safety first. Safety first. So you know everything. You know, I'm, I'm a boy now. Let's just make it happen. That that's one of the things. But let's just make it happen. But she she first check make sure that it is proper and you know well placed. I can see that one of your kids is actually having fun with the lights. Can we see their faces? Is that okay? Since they already hi, <laughs> hello. What's his name? What's your name? This is Oba. 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 Hi, Oba. Nice to meet you. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. Okay. Should I just continue with you so she can just attend to them? It's it's fine. If that's fine. Thank you. Thank you so much, Oinda. Thank you for coming up. It's the first time we're coming online together, so you really you pulled us out. Wow. Thank you for actually honoring us. I'm I'm really excited about your story. Um I think the beautiful part for me also is that you said um your resilience and your um passion and your um your push. Mm -hmm. That's 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 the way forward. I, I like it. And you know, I just told mm -hmm. her about it. Let's it's not the first time we're we're getting requests like this, but it's the first time we're honoring it. Wow, thank you so much. I'm really grateful. Okay, um, so um I want to know when you stare at Father Boy, do you actually yeah. see it becoming what it is now? Or what does it's it become now? Did you see it? it? It doesn't become anything, you know, it's still it's mm. still still um I I, I try not to paint the picture big you know um i run into people and i'm and i'm very surprised how people take it makes me happy sometimes sometimes it gets me emotional so oh, father boy so oh, father boy God, take a picture but you know none of those things get to me i just try to you know i'm still me trying to do what i have to do because i still have a lot of things that i really want to do to do and you know so um so um i think we we've, we 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 we're not where we used to be and we've not gotten to where we really want to be where we're still we're still journey is still far but my question really is at what point did you know that you made the right decision because in the, you know in the beginning in the bible says then do your do your beginning is more um like don't despise the beginning but sometimes when you're not seeing things happen so fast, so quickly in the beginning, sometimes you may start doubting if you are actually on the right path at all. So, um, so I just wonder what, what, on what day or what experience actually um, solidified it for you that you were actually on the right path? Okay, it wasn't an experience. It was just the fact that I wasn't ready to work, to do a 9 to 5. So I had to just make what I had work. Mm. It wasn't as something that really 
although th there was a point I, you know, I went to see one of my mentors. Um, I told him I, I did a job. I, I knew um, it was a top shot then in the government. And, you know, I knew, uh, recommended people and he had given them job and I saw how they were doing. So I just, I keep telling people to go and meet him. Never go and meet him. So the thing about the man is, he doesn't call me a catcher. He calls me an entertainer. So he, he, mm. he just believes I, the way I do my things are just different. So when he has parties, he calls me to come and entertain his friends. Just entertain them. Come, carry the food. If you want to, if I want to serve him, and you go normally, you say, lie, lie, return it. Go carry him. You know, so he's always intrigued about the way I do things. And, you know, he's always routing for us. He's always, you know, preaching a father boy. So I went to meet him. I told him that, sir, I need a job. I read microbiology and I know you can do this. So he laughed and he said uh, that it's always like this when you start a business. He said, are you ready to fulfill the father boy? If I give you a job, I can't let you do the two together. One has to go for one. The mm. Told him no that um, I still wanted to do a father boy. So you need to be hungry for now. Later, don't mm. don't get to don't feed yourself. Don't put money, your, petty money yourself for now. And you know, he just started giving me a lot of advice. All that. So at the, at the point he he gave me uh, at there there and then he asked one of his staff. He asked one of the staff that was getting married to come and give me, he just said he was going to pay for the catering. So that he said that one would at least keep me busy for a while. So he just said, mm -hmm. just with the catering. I went back to my normal daily life cooking and cooking. So, so you know, it's, um, it's, it's just consistency. And, I, you know, I just, I was just there. And, you know, I've always loved cooking. I, I cooked all my life. I have always loved cooking. So, you know, it came naturally. It wasn't something I had to go and, you know, something and relearn and learn. And it was something I've always done. So what I did is I just built on my passion. I turned my passion into a money-making venture. And, you know, that's how it's been. Do you cook at home? Of course I cook at home. Do you cook at home the way you cook at your restaurant? Like, being very meticulous, so it's just like family time. I don't serve my food normal serving, just pour rice. I mold my food. I I like finesse. I like paparazzi. So you know, even in my house, they always fighting me just to fry ordinary egg. You've got carrot. You've got... <laughs> a bit power. <laughs> but I know, me, me, I like I like when it comes to cooking. Do you understand? So you know, because a lot of times while I'm cooking, I'm eating. So, you know, it doesn't, I don't get as hungry as the people waiting for the food. <laughs> so, you know, stop, want to fry, parboil, do my thing, just, you know, just enjoy myself. So, you know, it's one of the things I've always done that, you know, that's me. Interesting. Um, can you describe your, we have a few moments, but I want you to describe a day for you that a job turned south and how you felt on that day. Okay, um, um, I think the first couple of years when I just started Ofada Boy, I had not known about Ofada Rice that much. So there was a day I, they, they called me for a wedding, you know. They said I was going to serve in the morning for their, um, was the, it was a Muslim wedding. 
there's this thing they do in the morning. Okay. What in the okay. name of the, the morning pressure for the Muslim wedding. So, you know, when when I'd gotten there, I'd wrapped the offer that inside leave, you know, we were there since 7 a.m. So when it got to 11, we were supposed to serve. They told us we serve for 9. 11, they were still doing their, their Muslim prayer. Uh, Nikai, yeah, thank you, Nikai. Nikai, yeah. Prayer, the distance, 11, 12, 1. So when it got oh, to wow. work, so people were still, people were already, so they just entered the wedding event proper. So, you know, the, we didn't serve until like 5 p.m. Ooh. So the offer, because I put it inside leave, I, I didn't even check it. I didn't know because it was my first time experiencing that. So when everybody was, uh, when they told us to serve, we were the first to serve. And um, when I just brought out the rice, it had gone moldy. The rice was already drawing. So when I mm. opened, if opened the second leave, opened, the, and you know, you can imagine how hungry people were. Where? Yes, in seven a.m. Which story you won't tell them? So, so I just, um, I just wrapped it back. I covered it. My boys were already. I just told them to calm down. So, uh, luckily for me, the um, other. Uh, there was another caterer that I was serving, so you know, we just I just diverted people a little. I told I told some to go and sit down, go and sit down. You know, I did chakara. If you don't see it, you won't serve you. If you don't see it, you won't <laughs> I run, go downstairs, see what will happen. Fortunately for me, one woman she she she, she sells food, all this normal kiosk food. So she was just pouring the rice inside this. I said the sieve. So she was just pouring the rice. As the people were already waiting to buy rice. So she was just pouring the whole pot inside. As in the pot was still on the sieve. So when I just got there, I just told the woman that I want to buy the rice. I want to buy rice. I said, I said this whole... <laughs> I just removed 10K. I just gave her that she should just owe that money. That I would come back and I explain to her later. Said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I I gave another 10,000 that just hold that money, I'll be back to explain. So I told her to put another rice on fire, sharp, sharp. Do you understand? So um, I just carried the rice. She poured it in a cooler for me. I just took it upstairs. All this was in a space of five minutes. Wow. It was in a space of, I'm telling you, it was in a space of five minutes. I just went upstairs. My boys were, were looking at, where did this come from? Let me write. And at that point, it wasn't a father rice, you know, but, you know, people didn't even care what rice it was. Because they're hungry. We want to eat. So I just said, okay, are you ready now to eat? Is everybody okay? <laughs> okay. So I just said they should start serving. Wow. Start serving. So, you wow. Know, that is God, really. Your father, the rice, you know, everybody. By the time I got back downstairs, the other one was already done. Then I had time to explain to the woman. Because it was a really big cooler I carried. So I explained to the woman that God the one was just laughing that I because somebody actually followed me at the place. I told So I just um, I shall explain to her, she was just laughing. So you know, she made another portion. I gave her some so that she could sell to the people waiting. 
I carried the remaining rice, you know, I gave her money and, you know, the party when nobody knew what happened. And um, wow. right on top of it, do you understand? I was right on top of it and nobody, it just went like that. I was just like, yeah. you know, I just imagine if I wasn't there, I'm sure my boss would have, you know, would have messed with it. Mm. Because, you know, my mind was when, when it got to 1 or 2 p.m., I wanted to leave because, because I mean, this is morning. Mm, 7 a.m. But I just felt okay. Let me quickly wait for me to have waited since seven to this time. Let me wait. Mm. So that was how that party went. And you know, we thank God. So it was really it was, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot. So mm. when I really zoomed in on the rice itself, I zoomed mm. in on, I had to understand the rice. I had to, mm. you know, I had to do a lot of research. On the rice, you know, I I I went to meet farmers. I okay, why is your rice? You know, I did I did a documentary. I went round to the farm. I saw some father. clips of it. Yeah, you went. Say, how much is your father rice? This one will say maybe the bag is twenty two thousand. I'll say how much is your own? Some will say maybe thirty eight thousand. And it's the same rice. Most different. Now, that's, you know, so I I I had to find out why is your own very expensive and their own is cheap some people will just laugh so i found out that even some farmers they leave stones in their rice so that it would weigh more mm. Mm. like 3 kg mm. so that's why you eat mm. all rice. Ah, why is this uh, so one 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 lady just called me and explained all those you know gimmicks to me that you know they do all a lot of things on purpose and all that you know so, you know, all these things, all these people just need some reorientation about all these things. Remove the stone and, you know, add the price, add the price to it. Make it more expensive, make it more, you know. So, you know, mm. just, uh, a lot of them are illiterate, actually. So, you know, mm. it's just, you know, having this farmer's forum, you know, making them know that their food can actually get to anywhere in the world. Their produce mm. can get so how do you want the person to feel mm -hmm. so the standards yeah if you don't standardize your produce so you know um so a lot of a lot of things you know it's getting so you're actually doing more than you're actually doing more than just the restaurant business and also educating I'm an advocate for the food. I fight for the food. I live about the father rights I talk about the I know you had the festival yeah. is it earlier this year or is it last year? So, um, we had one last year. Um, we had well over um, 2,500 or 3,500 food enthusiasts there, you know. You know and um, we're, we're still trying to work on some other ones, you know. Isn't, because if we don't celebrate our own, nobody will. Nobody will do mm. it. Mm. Um, it. All around the world, you see different types of rice. You hardly, mm. you know, run into our type of rice in big malls. And why is that? Well, the giants of Africa were supposed to dictate a lot of mm. this thing. So, mm -hmm. you, know, if, and, you know, if we don't talk about it, 80% of Nigerians like Ofada rice. Ah, I like Ofada mm -hmm. rice. I like mm -hmm. Ofada rice. But their likeness stops at the Ofada rice. Mm -hmm. They don't preach it. They don't, you know, they don't talk about it. So, you know, um, so one of the things we're really trying to do is to make sure that the word gets out. You know, you watch Food Network, you watch all these programs. Mm -hmm. and chefs, um, 
top-rated chefs. The cook, you see them. This is this thing is from Morocco. This is a Moroccan, mm. Moroccan, whatever. You see, this one is from Egypt. You see, this one is from here. They don't mention anything from Nigeria. From Nigeria. Some things from this part because we don't we we don't talk about it. We don't create the standard that they are looking. Mm. They don't want to be cooking rice on national TV and go and see blade inside the stone. <laughs> you know, so you know, but you know, if if we create that standard, if if we uh, you know we're, we're going to get to a point that you're going to be looking if you want to buy a father rice, you're going to see like a guarantee tag that you know this shows that this is certified, it has gone to due process. Mm. Smell foul, it doesn't do all these things, it's just perfect for consumption. Mm. We're going to are working on that, you know, to get you know. Wow, your vision is impeccable. I must say that. Um, I also wanted to ask you, I know you won an international um award because uh, I saw that as a throwback, there was a competition, and a father boy won that yeah. competition. How yeah. did that win feel like for you? What? It was it was huge. It was massive, but you know, it's just it just shows that we, there's there's a lot of opportunity for. Remember, um, I I I never went to a culinary school, and most of mm. the things self-taught. So you know, mm. uh, you know, in the end, all, cooking is all about experience. It's all about how mm. you press yourself. Do you understand? You know, I remember, mm. but the, the, when I went traveled, and you know, I was in in a big kitchen. One of the biggest hotels in Dubai, um, Atlantis. Um, Atlantis. Mm. You know, uh, I had to cook with their chefs in the kitchen. A lot of gadgets were there that I didn't even know what it was used for. Wow. You know, but you know, now I understand that there are some things you need to learn. I, you know, my mm. own, my own focus or my own was just the things I had at hand, you know. So now I'm trying to develop on myself to understand a lot more things because I'll find myself in a lot more situations like that. So, you know, so the, the guys were, oh, chef from Nigeria, chef from Nigeria, and chef from Nigeria doesn't know. You know, it was just, you know, in the end, you know, the, 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 the uh, what you, the way you go about it and, you know, the final result is what matters. And, you know, mm. um, I made it known of those guys, you know, I even did some trainings there, you know, they really, you know, they were, they enjoyed the fact that, you know, I was really, really indigenous and, you know, I was real with what I was doing. And that's one thing a lot of people, that's one, th one mistake a lot of people make. We try to be like them. And the truth is they mm. want Really be like but they want to understand how how we do all these things, you know. Mm. Asking questions, oh, what's this? Oh, you know, and you know, not forgetting, ofada rice in Nigeria is a local food, but in Asia or in Australia is continental meal. Mm. So, a continental, yes. so you know, um, just the way basmati rice somewhere is a local meal. Mm. And yet, yes, it's continental. So you know. What are we talking about? So we need mm. to really, 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 really push what we have so that you know, we're working on bigger stuff, bigger projects, and you know, by the grace of God, we will get there. Amen to that. That was amazing, amazing way to end. 
amazing way to end thank you so much <laughs>